Before we get started, I wanted to give a little life update. I've been so excited to tell you this, but I'm still in love with Kale. Oh, well, aren't we all? I Never mind. I, I was about to say something, but I don't think I'm going to say it. Okay. Hi, Bestie. Happy Book Club Day. Welcome to the Best Friend Book Club Podcast. I'm so happy you made it. I'm Sarah Anna. And I'm Chelsea. And today we're diving into Crown of Midnight by Sarah J. Mass. Here's your spoiler warning. If you have not read this book, please turn back now because we're going to get into all the juicy details. Unless you're okay with it being spoiled. In that case, stick around. We'll have a good time. Also, also... I listened to a little bit more than half the book on audio, so if there's details missing, so sorry. But we're going to hit all the important parts. Yes. Yeah, it's just I feel like I hyper-focus on these, like, micro-details. That'll still happen, but not as often, I don't think. Okay. Take it away. Okay, so, Selena is presenting proof that she killed this lord and his wife to the king and she notices that it says kale is always between her and the royal family i'm obsessed with him first of all like don't know how else to say it i love him so much and i only want to see him happy i met a dorian stan the other night and but we haven't she, finished the... Okay, I know, but I was just... No, she said Dorian from the beginning. And I was like, mm, no. no, you're crazy. No, and she was like, no, Kale. it was always Dorian. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just... How can you not love Kale? Like He's so perfect. In every way, shape, and form. Like, and so perfect. I get kind of upset at Selena later, but he is just like a cute little muffin, you know? In the, not in the first chapter, because the first chapter was like just really, really quick. But in chapter yeah. two, there's this part where like he's talking to her and she's getting aggravated with him. And he's like, when you go away, I don't know what is happening. Like, I don't know if you're dead, if you're lying in a ditch somewhere. And I was just like, I love him so I love him so, so much. Like, I can't get enough of him. He opens his mouth and I'm just like eating Eating every word up. I'm like, this is what I needed. It's so, so good. He's perfect. Like, he's perfect. Before that, though. The king has this whole, like, I'm only going to give you one name at a time thing. And I'm like, dude, relax. Like, you're not that special. Mm -hmm. And so she's given Archer's name, which she recognizes. And she said that she had a crush on him when she was younger. And I was really worried that he was going to give love interest energy. Oh. I explained it a little bit more later, but. Okay. It was giving love interest energy, and I was like, please, God, no, because I need it to be Kale. You know? I was immediately grossed out. I feel like sometimes when I say things, it might offend people. But I'm going to say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was immediately grossed out when she's like, I knew him 
from the Assassin's Keep. He was a courtier. How do you say yep. it? Courtier? Mm-hmm. He was a hooker. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks, thanks, but no thanks. I did no love interest energy there. I am so sorry. No, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. No, but it was giving. I don't want to spoil something else, but it was giving. It was giving love interest. So, spoil something if you're listening. No, a oh. different book completely. Oh, um, yeah. It was giving. Nope. Don't say it. Give me an initial. No, because then <laughs> that's also spoiling it. Give me an initial. No. Oh. Yeah. How? No. Okay. No. No, no, no. When when I make my point later, you'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Anyways. We'll see. <laughs> so then this reminded me of you because I was reading this and I was like, oh, let me, let me save this for Chelsea. So Dorian, when he saw Selena and he's seeing her as like the assassin and like the way she's interacting with his dad. And he's thinking to himself that Selena somehow manipulated him into believing that she had feelings for for him. I feel like I said this. You said this, but the other way around. You said you thought that Dorian was somehow being manipulated to have feelings for Selena. Okay, yes. Like, not it was Selena manipulating him. No, I don't think it was Selena manipulating him. But I do mm-hmm. feel like his feelings weren't, like, the feelings that he thinks he had for her weren't genuine or, like, authentic. I feel like yeah. it was, like, I don't know. It it wasn't real. It was never, like, a real love interest vibe no. there. There wasn't, like, a strong connection no, Outside it was of so just like, superficial. Yep. It was very surface level. And he also thinks to himself, it says he couldn't help wondering if he's ever meant anything to Selena at all. I was like, why are you just like self-deprecating? Yeah. Like, dude, relax. It's okay. <laughs> you know? I don't think Dorian's like a, like a horrible, you know? person or like a love interest for somebody else but i just didn't feel that connection with selena no so yeah i just didn't and then i i liked though when selena like throws the head at his feet and then is like i'm a head out she leaves kale follows her and he says are you still acting like the king's champion or are you back to being selena because he knows the difference between the two I love oh him. my gosh i love him so much i can't yes. get enough i love him okay and then he asks her he says i'd like to debrief you and selena says aren't you at least going to take me to dinner first I love her. She's so funny. Yeah. In this book, in the last book, like I hope this continues on. Like just her whole attitude is my favorite thing ever. I love it. Like it's I love it. Yeah, it's so good. I just love the energy. It's just peace. Yeah, she is that bitch. Very that. 
Um, this is also, I think, still in chapter two. But we find out, we find out, nobody else finds out, that Selena's been faking these people's deaths and not actually killing them. Oh, y- yes. And then the fact that she's not telling Kale is so crazy to me. Yeah, it was in chapter two because she says, um, I can't believe the king believed me, believed me and uh, I'm not sure if I should feel proud or guilty that Kale yep. didn't even second guess me or something along those lines. And then, and then she like, says, oh, okay. then she says the best lies were always mixed with truth. And I was just like, hmm. Okay. okay. We're I lying to Kale. But my, like, cause the first chapter is her actually in the Lord's house, like about to kill mm-hmm. him. Then he opens his eyes so I was like, oh, dang, like, she actually killed him. Whatever, moving on. So then find out that she hasn't been killing these people. I was shocked, but also, like, of course she's not. You know? Right. I was yeah. having a hard time, like, picking how I felt, like, deciding how I felt about it. Because I was like, on one hand, of course she isn't. But on the other hand, like, she's a trained assassin. What do you mean you're not actually assassinating these people? Yeah. I, I feel like... We don't get to see her be an assassin that much. Yet. Yet. No, that's true. We definitely see it in Assassin's Blade. At the end. Well, yeah, I guess. We actually did see it a little bit in here, too. No, at the end, we do. Because there, yeah, we do. But, um... Throughout this whole thing, like, her, like, not wanting to kill anybody, it's just... I kind of thought, like, it would be easy for her. Yeah. Well, it's because she doesn't know what the king's doing and doesn't trust him 100%. So I think that's the only reason that she's doing it. Not necessarily that she cares about these people. No, I know. It just felt weird, like, if the king is telling her to go kill these people, I just felt like it would just be easy for her to be like, okay, let me just go and do what I'm supposed to do and figure out what I need to do on the back end. Mm -hmm. You know? Because like I feel like it's so much work to fake somebody's death. So much. She has to make sure they flee. And then you have to be worried, essentially, for a very long time. That they're going to come back. That they're not going to come back. And that they're not going to use their name like she told them. So it's kind of like, I feel like she would have been better off just killing these folks. I agree with that. But then also in this chapter, we get the constant mention of magic being gone. Mm-hmm. they drop this so often there's no more magic the magic's gone oh my gosh back when there used to be magic and i'm like come on in this chapter wait now yeah oh i they talk about that. it in this chapter that they mention that the magic is gone in this book a lot but yeah. i missed it in this chapter yes and then this nightmare that she has of like fighting kane and then him whispering her true name her i true said huh name. Now, what could that be? Because we had theories. And you were right. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. You were right. My theory theory was based on a spoiler of a couple that I saw later. Yeah. But but I knew that she had a new name. I knew that she was a different character. Your theory was the same. You just thought her name was different. No, yeah. I thought it was a different name. But we knew that Selena wasn't really her name. She was somebody different. Mm -hmm. So... 
And the, the way they drop hints so much in this book, it's like, get it out already. We already like, know. We're all on the same page. Yeah. I wonder if say- anybody read this and like got to the was last shocked? page and was like, <gasps> I didn't no. see that coming. Like, I don't know. I mean, it could have happened. Yeah. There's a possibility. I guess if you read this book early on and you saw no spoilers or like you live under a rock and Instagram doesn't ruin your life all the time. Uh-huh. Um, that, but I still feel like towards the end of the book when they start saying her name, you would have put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Like we obviously so. saw that name before from posts yep. and all bunch of other stuff to know that it was going to be something like that. But like, I still feel like you should have figured it out at some point. There's been hints since Assassin's Blade. <clears throat> since Assassin's... Well, they read Assassin's Blade first. I guess so. But there's been hints throughout the entire thing. They just got, like, very heavy. Heavy in this, in this book. Right. So. I wasn't... But I, I saw that oh, Kane whispered her true name. I said, oh. Right, Get another one. Add it to the list. Add it to of... the long growing list of what the fuck is her name? Yeah. Um. Oh my God, I'm just like fangirling over Kale like this whole time. Um, chapter four. He thinks to himself, sometimes he found it immensely hard not to watch her the way that she moved. I just. I was rooting for them so hardcore in the last book. So this book was just everything I needed, but also not everything. No, not everything because things end off kind of strange. Can we talk about how the fact that he's captain of the guard and the first person that he kills is to save selena no i was shocked by this me too i would have expected him to have killed somebody by now but i mean i guess with as powerful as what is his name king they just call him the king of adderland king Mm -hmm. something they don't they don't call him king something he's definitely got a name no he's got a name i just don't know it <laughs> as powerful as the king is mm-hmm. that nobody attempts anything so i guess he wouldn't have had to kill anybody it was I just super weird no very weird i mean but like his first instinct having never killed somebody his first instinct is to like i'm going to absolutely gut this guy because he's trying and to did. Oh. right Right? Because he's trying to get to Selena. Yeah. Which was so sweet. But, like, his reaction, like, really threw me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was expecting him to just be, like, basically just, like, clean the blood off the blade and just, like, move on. Carry on. Right. But it it definitely affected him. Yeah. For which... a while, I'm going to assume. Yeah. And then... Also him struggling with how he feels for Selena and how he doesn't want to betray Dorian. I just want him to be happy. Fuck Dorian. Me too. Like, 
fuck Dorian. Well. For now. For now. I don't care about him. I just want to see Kale happy. I have sympathy for him, but I'm on the same page as you. Like, I just want Kale to be happy, and I want him and Selena to be together. And also, I'm going to say something crazy, and I might have said this in the last episode, but there is some sort of bond happening here, and you cannot tell me no. no. There are receipts. No, I, I tabbed the same receipts because I know what you're talking about, but I don't think so i but genuinely is, do not think so there are receipts i understand what you're saying <laughs> but i need you to understand that i don't think that's the case and i'll tell you why when we get there okay yes okay fine roland is introduced and have yes. you seen schitt's creek no, you always ask me, haven't seen a show, and I don't watch TV that much. <laughs> so, on Schitt's Creek, the mayor of the town, his name is Roland, and his okay. last name is Shit. Well, that sucks for him. That sounds really bad. <laughs> so, when he says that his name's Roland, all I could think was Roland Shit from Schitt's Creek. All right. Oh, shit, like C-S-H? S-C-H-I-T-T. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> right. That's what you right. meant. That's what I um, meant, but C-S-H. You know what I meant. But all I could think of when he was introduced, other than the guy from Schitt's Creek, was like, he's bad news. I don't think that him being introduced right now is a good thing. No, but my thoughts about him change a little bit later. I still think he's an asshole for what we're about to talk about. But I still think he's a villain in the way that we think he is. I think it is a similar situation to Caltaine, how we're like not supposed to like her because she's under the influence of something. Same. I think it's very that. Same. Same, but he is still a piece of shit, and I'm gonna let you tell the people why. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, you're not there yet. No, because I want to tell you again, I am so sick and twisted. I am so sick in the head. But when Selena's telling Roland, and she's like, Oh, I bury the king's opponents where nobody will ever find them. And then she says that she won't look at Kale because he would give her a tongue lashing for it. And I wrote, I hope so. I hope he does. I You're hope disgusting. he does. <laughs> I mean, come on. Not that kind of tongue lashing. Okay. But that's but where my brain went. Dream. I know that's where your brain went. <laughs> I was like, man, I fucking hope so. I... No, that's where your brain went. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Stop with that. Okay, no. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Um, but we don't get into the whole Roland and Kale thing until a little later. Some stuff happens in between now and then. You must have much more detailed notes than me because I'm there already. 
No, we just find out that Kale had punched Roland at some point in time, but we mm-hmm. don't know the reasoning because he doesn't reveal the reasoning until I think this chapter. No. No, I'm looking at it. <laughs> no, that's in chapter this is five. Why these... Okay. I'm sorry. I have it written chapter three, four, five. This happened in chapter four when it's revealed to us that he did punch Roland at some point. But in chapter five, he explains it. So hold on. There's a lot that happens in between now and then okay, that we need to talk this about. This is why these episodes are always two hours long. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, get to the good stuff already. <laughs> no, okay. but this is important. So we need to talk about okay. this because... Let's talk about it. Selena says that she found herself missing Dorian, not kissing and flirting, but just mm-hmm. him. So I was like, okay. So this is making her feelings very clear. She never had romantic feelings for Dorian, but she was still okay with kissing him. Yes? Yeah. I think they were good friends. I think he was nice to her. Yes. After but, she literally went through hell the last like year and a half. Yes. But after she says that she just misses him, not the kissing and the flirting, she then says that the thought of Dorian with other women made her want to shatter a window. Like, pick a side. Which one is it? You know? She's 18. She's allowed to be a little... I literally... I forget how old she is. But then... <laughs> But then she's having this conversation with Dorian and Dorian says, do you want me to fight for you? Is that it? And like, I feel so bad for him. I told, but I also I sympathize with him. He's not Kale. So I'm like, he just needs to move it. Keep moving. <laughs> you know? Okay. I, I don't know how you missed out on these things things that i'm about to touch on i didn't miss out on them not miss out but like how you chose what was the most important so we find out in chapter five that selena's been spending a lot of time with kale in his chambers i was like okay i have that noted (laughs) but we also find out that farron and his men were murdered by wesley what did you think about that i thought that I wish we could go back and talk to Wesley. What was he going to say? I hope that we get some insight into that at some point. Whether it be maybe a throwback. Maybe from Arabin. That's like what talking I was thinking. To Arabin. I was thinking maybe like a bonus scene of Wesley or something. I don't but yeah, or Arabin, like Wesley well, and Arabin talking. But I, I want to know, like, what the heck is going on there? Like, so I think what happened was, and this is just me, like, guessing. I think that Arabin asked Wesley to kill Farron and his men. And then Arabin knew that he was just going to kill Wesley to, like, make the whole power dynamic make sense. If I don't think that makes sense. Do you get what I'm saying, though? I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think that's what happened. What do you think happened? Wesley and Sam were close. Were they? They were. It's it's said in Assassin's Blade that they were close. And I mean, I'm not saying like best friends or anything, but like as close as an assassin and a bodyguard can be, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like he was upset. About, like, Sam 
and the whole situation going on. And he was trying to stop Selena. He knew that she was about to be set up. Mm-hmm. And I think that whatever Arabin was trying to do, I think that that made Wesley like snap. And he was like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Hmm. I don't know. I I um, really hope we were able to find out what happened with him. Me too. Because this whole like leaving stuff undone, it doesn't do it for me, SJM. It doesn't do it for me. No. We don't leave big old plot holes. Well, I don't think it's... It'll get answered. If it gets answered in the last book, then... Right. It'll, it'll get answered, about though. it, And then we'll be like, what the heck? <laughs> I don't disagree with that one. Do you have this whole thing of Selena talking to Kale about Sam? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> you just jumped right ahead to when they're talking about Roland. And, like, so much happens between now and then. Yes, I have it. I just didn't have the whole Kale punched him and we got to figure out why later. I didn't have all that. Anyways. Are we <laughs> Are we doing the 1 through 5, 5 through 10, like that? We can. Oh, okay. I just didn't know where we were what we were doing. Um Yeah, we can do it that way because we're about to finish chapter five. Um okay. so Selena's talking to Kale about Sam and she's saying that she doesn't know where he's buried, which I was like, uh, break my heart all over again, why don't you? Yeah. Doesn't know where he's buried, and then she says, I failed him in every way that counted, I failed him. And Kale's response is, I bet he would have wanted you to live. So you didn't fail him, not in that regard. Yeah. Kale is perfect. Like, he's everything. There's so many little things in this book that just make him the obvious choice. Yes. And I just feel like to anybody who has read all of the books already, there's nothing that can happen to make me not love him. I'm going to move on. So then Kale tells uh, Selena about Lithian, 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 this girl, and how Roland was basically Mr. Steal Your Girl. And (laughs) (laughs) he is. So this part emotionally wrecked me. Kale says that he thought he loved Lithian mm-hmm. and that she loved him. And he says, did Sam love you? And Selena says, very much. Very much. Girl! <sighs> I'm not okay. Like I am no. so not okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. It hurts and it makes so much more sense reading Assassin's Blade first. Because yeah, you it really does. You wouldn't feel these feelings if you didn't read Assassin's Blade first. Yeah. You know? So You'll still be like, oh yeah, her first boyfriend loved her. Whatever. I'm on board with the reading choice so far. The reading order so far. Me too, because I'm trying to think like if I didn't know any of this and it, then I would like stuff wouldn't make sense. Yeah, and then I'd be going to read it right now, like, mm, no. No, I, yeah. I and also, because the beginning of the book is so slow, the beginning of Assassin's Blade is so slow, I feel like it was a good one to start with because it just got, like, progressively better and better so far. 
What are you? And I was, no, I was just thinking because I was talking. Okay, so like we read Assassin's Blade. The beginning was slow. By the end, we were like, oh, this is good. Then we read Throne of Glass and we were like, this is good. Yeah. And then we read Crown of Midnight and we're like, okay, like this is a good series. But I was talking to some girls who have read this the entire series. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I just finished Crown of Midnight. And they were like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what? What? And they were like, I was like, it's it was really good. Like, I really liked it. And they were like, no, like, you haven't seen anything yet. Like, they were like, it's about yeah. to be amazing. They said Crown of Midnight is like, n- before that, everything sucks. And so, like, now everything's about to get amazing. And I'm just like, okay. Hmm. You know? Yeah. So, hot take. I guess. Very interesting. Because I'm trying to think of, like, obviously, like, the Akatar series. I read the first book and thought that was amazing. And it just got better and better and better. So, if someone's like, Akatar's my favorite book, but they've never read the rest of the series, it's like, okay, just hold on. Like, just buckle up because it, it will so- get better. That's what I'm thinking is that like right now we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then once we read the rest of the series, we're going to be like, yeah, I guess that wasn't as great as we originally thought it was. Yeah, but it's still like, it was still good good for what it was. Like it's, it was good. I enjoyed it. Right. You know? Yeah. Anyways. So then Selena, back to what we were saying, Selena calls, uh, Lithian, I that's how I'm saying it. The greatest fool who ever lived for picking Roland over Kale. And I was like, because he's a motherfucking catch. He is everything. Okay, that got me. But when Kale looked at her and he stared at her, and then after a beat of silence, he said, Thank you. I because, love him. Like, it seems so little, but like it's mm-hmm. like almost an insight into how neglected he's been like all his life for a phrase like that for him to be like genuinely like thank you i'm just like come here like let me give you a hug i love you i want to hold you you. yeah like somebody needs to tell you like let me let me hold you please i love him i love him so much love him so much and then we close this chapter with this black figure, black, like, cloaked figure outside the library, and it made the eye of Elena glow. I said no. She did the right thing. She went back to bed. She was like, mm. We don't need to explore everything. Yeah. She was like, you know what? So, I'm just going to go yeah. back to my room. <laughs> she's like, nope, no thank you. <laughs> and that may be the smartest decision she's ever made. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out, this happened somewhere in three, four, or five. Okay. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Because that's how I had them grouped together. Mm-hmm. Um, Kale says that he looked into her turquoise eyes. And I know that in a previous episode, we were wondering Talking what about her eyes were. So just to recap. We knew so her eyes, eyes were blue, though. Yeah. Well, I feel like... Did I say gray? Did you say gray? Somebody said gray? I don't remember. I did not say gray. Could have been me. I don't know. I'm not going to point fingers, fingers. but... It might have been me. I don't know. But just to recap, so it's fresh in our brains. Selena's eyes are turquoise. Dorian's are sapphire. 
and kales are golden. Yes, and I love a golden eye. But anyways, it's only because it's attached to kale. He could have like yellow eyes and he'd be like, yeah, like bright yellow. And you'd be like, sounds hot. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, you know who has gold eyes? Just kidding. Who? Stop. You're done. You're done. Moving on. I get myself together. <laughs> Go ahead. So Chapter six. Sick and fucking twisted. <laughs> Chapter six. Um, six, seven, and eight, because that's how I have it grouped together. <laughs> okay. Um, Selena goes to visit the tomb. Um, she wants to go see Queen Elena to figure out if, well, she hopes that she's down there so she can say, what the heck was that thing I just saw? And when she gets down there, we meet Mort, the door knocker who can talk. I love him. I love him. Honestly, what is happening? A talking door knocker? Yeah. But I'm going to say what you always say to me. It's a fantasy world. Oh, Anything can happen. Do doesn't this shit piss you off? Because it just it doesn't make be- sense. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It feels less fantasy and more Disney. It is giving Disney. It's giving, it's giving Beauty the and castle the Beast. coming to life in Beauty and the Beast. Yep. So I was just... And like he's he cracks jokes. And he's yeah. just there. And I just am just like, um, what is going on? Yeah. Also, pause, rewind, because when she's going down to the tombs, she breaks down the three archways. And this was super helpful to me because as many times as she's been down there, I'm just like, wait, which way are we going? Left, right, backwards to the (laughs) around the corner? Like, where are we going? So she says there's three archways. The left takes her to that grate to spy on the great hall like she did during the ball. Or the dinner or whatever that was. The middle takes her to the sewers and the exit in the sewers. And then the right takes her to the tomb. Mm-hmm. So I liked having that broken down and put in Lord knows terms. we love we love directions. We love the whole thing we went into from Pucking Ever After. <laughs> yep. Um, so anyways, carrying on, Mort is basically telling her that she did not defeat all the evil. That was just a peek at what is to come and that there's still more evil. Um, oh, and then he asks her, he's like, what is your name? And she says, my name is Selena Sardothian. And he laughs and he says, that's the funniest thing I've heard in centuries. (laughs) I loved that he was like yeah tell another one right like hilarious and i'm just like okay like this is being heavily implied um so then she goes back into the tomb and she's looking at the sarcophagi scarcophagi some sarcophagi sarcophagi girl i don't know (laughs) um and she's focusing (laughs) so sick of these freaking fantasy words even though that feels that's like not fantasy it's not- no <laughs> it's not a fantasy 
<laughs> I am an accounting major. I do not know what the heck that is. That sounds like some museum curator bullshit. Okay. Okay. So she's down in there looking at the, in the tomb and oh, she's focusing the sarcophagi. on. She's focusing <laughs> on the <laughs> words written at the bottom of Queen Elena's. And it says, ah, time's rift. Which is this strange. Is, it is throwing me. I yeah. am lost. I am. Every time I read it, I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And she's basically like the same thing. And then um, Moore is telling her that she needs to defeat this evil and that it's her fate. And she's like, I don't believe in fate. And he's like, yep. well, how, what do you think brought you down here to save your life? Yeah. Well, he also basically tells her here that the Ritterack and Kane were just the beginning, so buckle up. He's like, yeah. get used to it. Chaos is now your new normal. And yeah, so that's just, that whole situation is just wild. Um, And then in the next chapter, we have her and Kale going into town so she can accidentally run into Archer. This is the point I was going to make. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so sure? excited for this. You I'm need so to excited. get it out? No, 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 no. You can go ahead and like... Oh, I got Do two you... things to say. Go ahead. Do you need to get it out? I'll let you go. And then I'll let you know. Okay. You sure? Okay. So we find out that she hasn't seen Archer since she was 13. And they're waiting outside of some super popular restaurant. Where all the hookers go. Oh, that part. I just hate how many prostitutes are in this. I don't understand. (laughs) Maybe I'm missing something. But it just feels like like a really big thing. And they're so nonchalant about it. Mm -hmm. Like it's no big deal. That's just their occupation. Yeah. Anyways, um, she's telling Kale, like, don't interfere. Like, just stand there. Don't talk. Let me do all the talking. And he says, look, you look like you're about to burst at the seams. He says something about how he's just supposed to be an accessory. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you're lucky that I deem you a worthy accessory. That was so good. I love her energy. It was so good. Like, but then, okay. Here's me going back to being sick and twisted. Welcome. I, when I was reading this and it says, it was like Selena was like teasing Kale about something and then he pinches her. And then it says his returning pinch told her that he was really going to make her sweat the next time they were in the training room. I said, ooh. Wait, he's going to what? Yeah. This oh, is like right at the beginning me. of this chapter. I said, He's going to make her what? Oh, sweat. Okay. Okay. And then. Love it. This is what was giving second love interest energy. She sees Archer and describes Archer as the most most beautiful beautiful man she'd ever seen. She's not handsome, beautiful. 
And I was like, please, God, don't let this be the second love interest. You know? I see I guess where you're going with that fourth. now. I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's not second love interest anymore. So, Sam, Dory, and Kale. Yeah, facts. Um, no, Kale is it. Kale's in game. You can't convince me otherwise. Okay. Care. I'm going to let you be delusional. I'm going to let you be delusional. Five more books. I don't care. Um, yeah, but I see where you were going with that now. But mm-hmm. no, I was not. Lena? I didn't like that. You didn't like it? No. And it, Kale was like, oh, she was like, I don't like that name. And he was like, oh, okay, then I'm going to use it the next time. And I really thought he would he wouldn't, but then he did later on in the book. And I was like, no, gross, please don't, please don't say that. <laughs> please don't do it. Please don't do that. Um, and then we have this scene where Archer brings up Sam and he's like, I'm so sorry, whatever, whatever. And she reached out to touch Kale's arm just to know that he was there. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it so much. Like, I'm kind of happy that people sold this book as like, there is no spice. Don't even expect it. Because I went into it, like, obviously no expectations. But like, all there is romance. There's romance. Like, there is romance. No, but I'm saying like, my expectations, I was just like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Right. So I'm like, there's romance. Like, this is sweet. No, yeah. It was, I I, I loved it. Like, it's... It's just little, like, tiny little details that are just making us go, like, oh. I know. You're talking about me with my tiny details. You're right there with me. No, that was important. I don't care. That was important. Um, And then she convinces Archer to take her to dinner. And that's where we leave off chapter eight, I think. Yep. So then in chapter nine... Selena mm. visits. Nope. Am I missing something? That was the end of chapter seven. Okay. Chapter eight is the state dinner. Dorian says that Please when Selena. On. I don't have <laughs> Dorian says that when Selena looks at Kale, her whole face changes. It becomes softer and more. Yeah, like this whole thing. I was like. And then. She's talking to Selena's talking to Dorian, and he's like, "If you have something to say, like just say it." And she's like, "Okay, I don't trust Roland." And he's like, "Oh, Roland is harmless." I said, "Okay, now he definitely won't be." Like as soon as you say, "Don't worry about him," worry. And then yes. this is also when Dorian says that he thinks that Selena used him to become the king's champion. I said, "You oh. came and got her." Facts. Talking about she yeah. used him. No, I think that was just, like, bitter. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, this is what I had said before, Selena says that she thinks Dorian was used to getting what he wanted and was pissy because he didn't get what he wanted this one time. And I was like, yeah. It felt like more obsession with being the one to get her instead of him actually loving her. And also, Dorian's temper here was new. Like, we didn't really, like, see that side of him. Okay. Before, and I just thought that was interesting. Well, to add on to 
him just wanting to get her first. He says something to Kale later that like really pisses me off. Cause he says, um, why did you approach her at the Yulma's ball? And he was like, because I saw how you were looking at her. Sir. Yeah. This is supposed to be your best and oldest friend. Like what is wrong with you? Yeah. Because I saw the way you were looking at her. Okay. So you had to have her first. Like I, I I didn't like that either. Yeah. I was so livid with him. I'm like, okay, Dorian, it's hard to feel fucking sorry for you when you act like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. Now do we visit Caltaine? Caltaine? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Selena visits Caltaine in the dungeons. And there's some weird stuff happening here. Um, she is talking about these crows flying overhead and their wings beating. Does she say crows? She does say crows. But okay, I, I thought it was just wings that she heard. No, I'm almost certain she says crows. Okay. And it was just kind of like, okay. And Selena's looking up like, we're in the bottom of the freaking <laughs> castle. She's looking up and she's like, there's no possible way. Yeah. And then again, she's talking about her headaches. And then we also um, find out that the Duke Parrington is coming down and basically raping her, which... Mm-hmm. It really just sucks, and I. How did I not put that together? Put what together? That he was raping her. I don't know. How did I? No, seriously, how did I miss that? Because I was just like, she has these bruises on her, and all she said was that the night watch looks the other way when Parrington visits, and I didn't. That. That did not click in my head. I was just like, oh, he like goes down there, beats the shit out of her, and then leaves. No, because remember he kept trying to get her to sleep with him, and she was was turning him down. Like, she was toying with him. Mm -hmm. And now that she's in the dungeon, she's a prisoner, basically he can go down there and do whatever he wants. Wow. How did I miss that? Yeah, she says they encourage the crows to fly past here. And my headaches are worse every day, worse and worse, and full of all those flapping wings. Hmm. And Selena's like, what is she talking about? I have a theory about the wings, but I'm going to get to it when we cover, like, the last, last chapter. Okay. So, but Um, yeah. And Selena just chalked it up to her being her opium addiction all that's pipes yes she was doing but she also says here she says none of us can be trusted especially not roland yes but caltaine says us she's like me too none of us can be trusted which i was like "Hmm." i feel like it's because she knows that she's being controlled and that's why maybe that maybe I feel like she's been down there and she's had time to, like, come to terms with what is happening mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. This is also where she says something is coming and I am to greet it. That part. Right? And I was like, 
Okay. Like, I said, um, what are I'm you expecting scared. a guest? <laughs> like, what? I'm scared. Yeah. It's like something out of a horror movie. <laughs> like a little kid in the corner. <laughs> it's just like, something's coming. Yeah. No, that's very scary movie. That's terrifying. But then um, Selena tells yeah. Kale. Did you not? Do you know what I'm talking about? Selena tells Kale about Parrington and Caltaine, and then Kale comes back to the room with like his clothes all rumpled and his bloody knuckles. And I was like, he beat the shit out of the guard. So fucking hot. He is so hot. I I don't care what anybody has to say. He's perfection. I love him so much. Like, yeah, I didn't note that, but yes. Um, love him. Is this the part where he tells her to be careful when she's getting ready to go out to dinner? Not. Okay. I feel like I'm missing something. Holland returned. Yep. So Holland comes back and then that's, that's the only thing that happens in between. And then Selena is going to go see Archer in this like scandalous dress. So yeah. Selena is just. (laughs) I love her. She's one of the girls. She's one of the fucking girls. Like, so she's getting ready to go to dinner with Archer and she puts on, it's like cut so low in the back and there's a a wrong book. (laughs) I know exactly what you're thinking too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wrong book. So many books up here and so many details. Yeah. It's there's well, very low cut in the back, and it's it's very low cut in the back. Yes, kind of. I don't know what color it is. Okay, it's sheer. Some it's scandalous. Okay. She's got a dress on. That's moving on. <laughs> she's wearing a dress. Um, so she's getting ready to go, and Kale tells her to be careful, and she's like freaking pissed she's like stop telling no. me no I'm before that about. he says you're not wearing that oh well that part he says you're not wearing that i said tell another joke kale that one was good tell another <laughs> one and she basically tells him that she like she's not coming back i'm gonna be gone all night don't wait up. she says i'll see you tomorrow and he goes what do you mean tomorrow what do you mean tomorrow Anywho, he tells her to be careful. Am I at the right part now? Because you're making me feel like I'm missing something. Because you're not wearing that? I was like, Kale, you're not you're not that guy. I I laughed, but I didn't make a note of that. But yeah. I I feel you. Okay. Go ahead, because now she's with Archer. The be careful part. Go ahead. Has that not happened yet? I don't know. I didn't write that down. I wrote down you're not wearing that, but I did not write that down. There's a part where Kale tells her to be careful and she gets so irritated and she's like, stop telling me to be careful. Like, it's like you don't think that I'm capable of taking care of myself. I'm freaking Adderland's assassin. Yeah. And the king's champion. And he's like, I know you can take care of yourself. I worry because I care. I will always worry because I will always care. Like... 
Yeah. I love him. I just he's, love him so much. He's everything. Um, And so she goes to dinner with Archer and she basically tells him, like, the king wants you dead. Um, I know you're part of this rebel group. And Archer tells her about the rebel movement. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> no, I'll let you go. Come on. <laughs> before that happens, before, before that, that happens, happens, they talk about Archer's bidding party when he turned well, yeah, 17. I skipped that because you know I think that's disgusting. And they said that there was full out brawls at his bidding party. I said, what the fuck is happening? The whole concept of a bidding party, like, it is so disgusting. disgusting. So I can't. I'm so glad that, to my knowledge, that is not a thing anymore. I'm sure somewhere it is. (laughs) But to my knowledge, it's not. And that is just so disgusting. I can't. So I skipped that part. (laughs) Also hardcore flirting with her here. And then... He says, oh, I want to do a lot of things with you. I said, sir, sir, what are you doing? Okay. Then chapter 11. Go ahead. Immediately Mm -hmm. knowing what his occupation is, like, I just. Right? I couldn't. I No shade (laughs) to anybody who partakes or mm-hmm. has a history but I don't think I could sleep with somebody who slept with somebody for a living porn yeah. stars included <laughs> yes moving on the king wants him dead they're talking about the rebel movement who um like is trying to dethrone the king or whatever. And Archer tells her that the rebels are trying to get Aelin Aelin Galathinius. Did I say it right? Mm -hmm. Aelin Galathinius, the lost heir of Terrison. Yes. And he says that people have told him that she's alive and she's building an army. And immediately... Aelin is like, no, um, Selena is, is like us. <laughs> Selena. Selena, whoops, Selena says with the utmost confidence, Aelin Galathinius is dead. She says that, but she says twice in this chapter that whoever they're thinking Aelin is, she has Must to be, be an imposter. Yeah, I had like, that right. Has to be. I said, what do you mean she has to? Right. Excuse me, Miss Ma'am. Miss Mayo. Um, I love Miss Mayo. <laughs> yeah, that's your line, isn't it? Like, yeah. I don't usually say that. But <laughs> yeah, so it's just kind of like, that's what I mean when I say, even if you didn't see the spoilers, like, I feel like people could have put two and two together. No, at this point, with like her hinting at her true name and Mort laughing at her because he's like, oh, that's funny. Like, that's obviously not your real name. And then right. her being like, oh, no, Aelin's definitely dead. It's death. Yeah, come on. Right. Come on. So. Yeah. And this is only like 11 chapters in. This is the part where Kale says that he. Uh, oh, to be careful. 
He says, believe me, Selena, I know you can look after yourself, but I worry because I care. God's helped me. I know I shouldn't, but I do. So I will always tell you to be careful because I will always care what happens. Okay. I said it out of order. My bad. No, that's okay. I just was like looking for, I was like, I definitely made notes on that and I have no clue where they are. So I was like, (laughs) yep, whatever you're saying. I knew it was there somewhere. My turn, your turn? Your turn, go ahead. Chapter 12. Selena always has this freaking mask on. She always has a mask on her face. She just has yeah. like, it comes up with any excuse. She's like, oh yes, put a mask on. Yep. And so this the is- book open like that. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Almost all of Assassin's Blade. Yeah. Dorn of Glass. Eh. And then, Yeah. At least once a book so far. Um, <laughs> hmm? What are you laughing at? You, because you said all of Assassin's Blade. I'm like, yep, all of Assassin's Blade. And then you said Throne of Glass. And I was like, what happened in Throne of Glass? <laughs> she does wear a mask in now? Throne of Glass. I don't remember, but I couldn't remember the plot of Throne of Glass for like a hot second there. She was fighting to become the king's champion. Got it. She definitely wears a mask at some point in that. Oh, there's a the masquerade ball she's not supposed to go to. And then she the Yule Miss thing. That was a masquerade ball. They love a freaking masquerade because here's yet another one. So here's yet another one. Um the ball that party she met with- Dorian at originally was a masquerade. Sorry, I didn't mean to touch her. <gasps> yes. Okay, no, stop it. Okay. So then when talking about this group that wants to put Aelin on the, on the throne. I think Aelin, Selena says, they want a puppet. It's, I can't put them in the same sentence. They want a puppet queen, not a true ruler. And I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. okay. Interested to see how that goes. And then yeah. she's going through this guy's office and finds a riddle that says, it is only with the eye that one can see rightly. So I immediately was like, oh, I have Elena. Duh, but okay. I was. I see where you got that. Yeah, mistaken. Um, she also says here, for the sake of Aurelia, she prayed the king had never even heard of word marks, and I was like, it's a little late. Yeah, it's a little late for that one. Okay, and then Davis walks into the office while she's like digging through his stuff, and he's like, "How'd you get in here?" And she's like, "Oh, the maid let me in." And he's, like, making it seem like he's just going to let her out. And then he's, like, mm-hmm. just kidding. Nobody has this key. And, like, cuts her with his poisonous mm-hmm. blade. Which is the same poison that was used on her and Sam. It's called Gloriella. And it's, like, mm-hmm. it causes mild paralysis. I don't know what mild paralysis is, but that's what it's described as. It's just <laughs> mild paralysis. And so then she kills him and runs to the one room where she'd be safe i immediately was like she better be running the kills room like she has to be of course she is oh my god it was and she like just barely makes it and the fact that she made it there at all Mm -hmm. i was like oof that was stressful I loved her going into his room, calling his name, and the scene and how it's described of him smashing through his office to get to her. And I was just like, 
oh my god i love him and then him seeing blood all over her so he rips her dress off i said he did not care right and but he couldn't find the wound no because she she wasn't bleeding it was all right his blood on her but he was like she's not moving so i know there's something wrong oh the whole scene was just like oh my god God, it was so good. And then they give her the antidote, which makes her start throwing up. And he holds her hair back while she's throwing up. And I was just like, he's a gem. He is a literal gem. I love him. Absolutely obsessed. And then he says he was glad Davis was dead because if Davis had survived, Kale would have gone back to finish the job himself. So now that he's killed one man, he's literally only ever killed one guy. He's like, oh no, he's a killer now. He is like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna handle it. I'll kill anybody who puts his hands on her. Like, yes, oh! you will. But she already took care of it. She was like, don't worry. I got right. it. I don't need to be coddled. And then he threatens to throw her in the dungeons for scaring the hell out of him. I was like, He's so cute. I can't get enough. Like, I literally can't get enough. And then she mentions twice here that she knew she would be the safest in Kale's room. Did she go to Dorian's room? Oh, what the fuck mm. was Dorian going to do? Honestly, <laughs> he's like... Freezer. I... Dorian just reminds me of a young, I was going to say a little boy, but not like a little boy, but like somebody just with no experience. Yes. You know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. Speaking of Dorian, in the next chapter, he wakes up with a faint ring of frost around where he was laying on the couch after he had this nightmare. So I was like, Okay. I have no recollection of that. Yes. Say that one more time. He wakes up. He had a nightmare and he wakes up and he has a what's described as a faint ring of frost around where he was laying. So this wow, is like I missed that. The first signs little like of signs of his magic, right? I don't I know missed how, that how you missed that one. Um, okay. Selena then finds yet another secret door because it's a castle. Um, but this time it's in the library. And I want to mention this really quick. The mechanism that they have in the secret catacombs to produce light, how it's like a little divot in the wall that goes all the way down and it has oh, oil yeah. in it. I thought that was so cool. I don't yeah. know why, but I was just like, oh, and I really like, like this. Tip the torch and it ignites. Into it. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was really cool. That is really cool. Um, in the secret passageway, there are depictions of the Fae. So I was like, mm-hmm. mm, good to know. And also we find out here that iron is the one element immune to magic. But I feel like that's not true. Why? Because isn't there a use of iron later? Chelsea, we're reading <laughs> Iron Flame. So it crosses over. No, no, in this book. In this book, when the circus or the carnival or whatever you want to call it comes to the castle, there are men moving very big uh, things of iron. But I don't know. 
the door, the door is made of iron and she uses magic to open it and to lock it. She uses the word marks. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> but I isn't forgot. that, it's, it's a, a different, different kind of, of it's magic. It's a different kind of magic. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I remember okay. them saying that because it was like, if magic's gone, how does it work? It's the word marks. Got it. Okay. Cool. Okay. Maybe and then not. she also, <laughs> when she's in these like secret catacombs, uh, sees these like, she puts her knife under the door and sees these green gold eyes. And then she takes the knife back out. She's like, nope. And she moves on so fast. You don't remember that either? Okay, pause. You listen to this part. I listened to chapters 12 through 17. Yeah. I'm missing. I have no notes. I'm missing all of that. I don't understand anything that you're saying. Okay. Okay, well, I'm glad I took detailed notes. Me too, because I'm like, Um, what? Okay. Chapter 15. Let's see. This is when the singer comes. So, Rena Goldsmith. Mm -hmm. Uh, She performs and she sings this song about the Fae. Um, At some point in this chapter... Selena says it seemed rather unfair to put Holland next to Dorian where comparisons could easily be made. I said, oh, which is what makes me feel like because Dorian is so much more attractive than Holland. He's also like seven or eight years older than him. Years older than him because Holland is like 10, right? Yeah. But because of that, maybe they have different fathers. That's where. Okay. This song that Rena is singing. Selena says that she she hadn't heard the song since childhood. Mm-hmm. It's about a fey woman who serves kings and lords and that she was lonely until a knight showed up and how kings were courting her and promising her wealth. But because the knight was the one who saw her for who she was, not what she was, that's, what's, that's what won her heart. And I was like, this is Kale and Selena. It, it has to be. Is. Like, there's no it way it isn't. Is. Yeah. I love them. And then she gets emotional listening to the song, and he grabs her hand under the table! So cute. I'm... I'm so obsessed. <laughs> I'm tell. so obsessed. And then it says, Selena looked at her captain of the guard and smiled back. I said, oh, I'm eating up all the little, the little details. Her captain of the guard. Come on. See, now I'm mad because I listened to all of this. Uh-huh. And I miss all these teeny tiny details. This is why I prefer physically reading over the audiobooks. And it, I'm not, I'm no shade to anybody who prefers audiobooks. I just can't focus. I feel like I get some of the details, but I get way more when I'm reading it because yeah, all my focus is on I'm it. When missed. I'm listening to the audiobook and driving, I'm thinking of six other things. I'm like, oh, let me right. rewind because I have to rewind so often. So I missed all of these tiny details. Like her, Captain Lagarde, I would have swooned so hard and yes. I missed it. So fucking good. Then this is when Dorian notices that Selena never looked at him like that, not once, 
not even for a heartbeat. I was like, mm. and then he also points out that Kale is stubborn and loyal enough to never make his move with Selena. And I was like, why would you want that for your quote unquote best friend? Why would you want your best friend to like be unhappy? You know, That's one of, he is such a spoiled freaking prince that I just don't like it. Well, and then he closes his chapter by saying like he closes his eyes and takes a long breath. And when he opened his eyes, he let her go. And I was just like, but he didn't. I know. I was like, he acts like he just got over her so quickly, but, but he didn't. No. He most certainly did not. So in chapter 16 is when Selena tells Nehemia that she hasn't actually been killing her targets. And for someone who was so worried about people finding out, she's like telling ready, ready to tell everybody that that's what she's been doing. And then she also tells her about the tomb and Elena. And before she tells her this, though, Nehemia says, with each person you kill, I'm finding fewer and fewer excuses for remaining your friend. Mind you, this is while Nehemia is like going behind Selena's back. And doing all this shit with Archer. You know who Nehemia reminds me of? Amrin. <laughs> oh. Right? Okay. I can see it. Yeah. I get what you're it's saying. It's like, I have secrets, but you're not allowed to have any. Yeah. And also, like, I'm going to say whatever the heck I want. It doesn't matter how mean it is. <laughs> Yeah. No, I I can see that. Um, well, this is where she notices the hollow eye when they're down in the um, when they're down in the tomb after mm-hmm. she's read the riddle from the eye riddle from Davis's book and they she finds the hollow eye in the wall. Isn't mm-hmm. that while they're down in the tomb? So that's kind of important. Well, does that happen here or does that happen? They go back into the tomb later. Okay, maybe not then. I thought it was here. I could be all the way wrong. Uh, It might be there, actually, looking at the other stuff. But that does happen, yes. Yeah. Then uh, Selena is put on guard duty for the royal ball. Um. So Selena left her post to go dance. And as soon as I saw this, I was like, I swear to God, if I don't get the scene that I'm thinking of, I will be very upset. So um, internally, Kale's thinking to himself that seeing her cry when Rena was singing stirred him so bone deep. It was like he found a part of him he hadn't realized it was missing. Okay. I know what you're thinking, but no, no. And so we get when I when I read this line, the scream that came out of me when he said, dance with me. And then he said, dance with me, Selena, and put his hand out like. You're joking. This can't be real life. So I was listening. I told you chapter 12 through 17. I had the headphones in the audiobook on. And I was like, zoning in and out. I was doing laundry. I was doing all kinds of stuff. As soon as I heard dance with me, I dropped everything. I was standing in my closet, all clothes on the floor. And I ran to my phone and was like, rewind, play it again. 
rewind. Play it again. Play it again. Yes. <laughs> it was so good. And then she's like, um, I asked you to dance at the Yulmas Ball, and I you said whatever he said. No, I'll never dance with you or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And then he says, things are different now. It's like, what thanks, Kale? What thanks? Oh my What's God. different? You love her. I love it so much. Oh. And then it says, in that moment after 10 long years, Selena looked at Kale and realized she was home. Come on. Home. Home. Yes. That's such a big statement. Oh, my God. It was so good. Love so it. good. So Love it. It was so good. So Dorian is watching them dance from inside the ballroom. And Nehemia walks up and they're both like watching them dance together. And Nehemia says, don't cause trouble for them. And I'm like, that's right, girl. Mm-hmm. Like you stand up tell for your him. friend. Yeah. You tell them. Tell him. But then she says, you and I will always stand apart. We will always have responsibilities and then she goes on to say, we'll always have burdens that they can't and never will understand. And this, at this point, while she's having this conversation with him, he keeps mentioning that she is drawing symbols like on the window and she's tracing symbols on his chest. I was like, is she really just there like this? And he's just thinking that's normal? Like, what is she? What is she doing? And so I was like, is she like putting word marks on him somehow? So after this happens, it's then described as something deep inside of him had opened an eye. It also says that other ladies around the ballroom gasp, Mm -hmm. but Nehemia keeps her eyes locked on him. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Right. Yeah. What? Why were they gasping? Like, did something light up? I have no clue. You know? And then she says, um, when you are ready or when the time comes, I will help you. Which, going back and making the notes for this, heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Rough. 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 Yeah. Because, like, damn. I wasn't terribly surprised by it, but. No, but still. Yeah. Um, and then Dorian is in this meeting about the Calicola mines. And he points out that, or like internally, he's thinking that Roland, his dad, and Parrington are all wearing these matching black rings. I said, hmm, that's interesting. He's suspicious. He storms out of this meeting and he ends up punching a wall. And like the window ends up shattering. Uh, he cracks the stone, but his hand's fine. And, oh, real quick. In the meeting, they were talking about an iron deposit in Oakwald. So it seems like they're wanting to mine this iron for some reason. Air quotes around okay. some reason. Okay. But what's described as a perfect circle clean of debris as if the glass and wood had showered everything but him. Do you remember in Throne of Glass... Kale described Dorian as always having a ring of like darkness around him almost. Oh, bl- uh, um, 
not darkness, but he said like there was always a ring like, of space around a him. A ring of space around him. Yes. And we just assumed it's because he's a prince. Nobody walks close to him. I missed no, that. I didn't. No, no, no. I said that that was giving into your theory of him having magic. Oh, okay. The whole thing with like, when Kale pointed it out, I said, that's going to be important. I didn't think it was, ma- I didn't think, I thought he had magic. I didn't think that phrase. Exactly. Exact thing was. Pointed to him having magic. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, wait. Okay. I get it. Yeah. So I was just like, as soon as it was like, oh, the perfect circle around him, I said, yes. Thank God. Like, I'm so happy that I picked up on it because I was just like, I didn't want to sound like a complete crazy person saying it the last time. Yeah. And then Kale, Selena goes to Kale's room or something like something like that. And then she says, all I'm saying is that I'd like some chocolate cake every now and then. And then he gets up later and she's like, well, where are you going? And he goes to get you chocolate cake. (sighs) He is so like everything. Like Mm -hmm. I love him. I'm so obsessed. I love him. Um, so then we have Dorian. He goes to wait outside of Selena's room, mm-hmm. right? To talk yep. to her. And when she comes up to him, they like interact and she's like, what's wrong? And he changes his mind and he says nothing. And then it says he turns around and for a heartbeat, there was something in his eyes that reminded her of a world long since burned. A yep. glimmer of color and power that still stalked the edges of her nightmare. And I was like, that is a lot to see in somebody's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I Whoa. think that that was like, if we didn't already think he had magic, that was like just oh, kind of... for sure. But then that also puts it into your head that maybe Selena has it too. Right. Okay. I, I don't you know what remember I'm if I thought she had powers before this. Because now that I read it, I can't mm-hmm. remember what my thoughts were. Like what you were, were thinking at that I time. When I was reading Throne of Glass. I remember saying 100% Dorian is magic. I don't yeah. care. Well, and then Kale is tasked with watching Nehemia because there's been an anonymous threat on her life, which I thought was just the king talking out of his ass because I was like, I was like, oh, he's just making that up because the king is the one that's going to have her killed. Me too. And so this chapter opens with uh, like Selena left Kale in his room the night before and she like brushed hair out of his face before she left. And so... Kale is a little okay so he says that he tried not to think about last night and how brief the touch of Selena's fingers through his hair and uh on his face sent a pang of desire through him so strong he wanted to grab her and pin her on the couch I said (laughs) and I'm the sick one do it do Do it it. pin me I mean pin her down (laughs) And then he admitted that he was pretending to be asleep when that oh. happened. And I was like, mm, I, I needed it. Anyways, 
And then he reminds himself that his loyalty is with Dorian and the king. I said, mm-hmm, sure. Because I think we're well past that. So far past that. We also find out that magic has been dormant in the Havilir bloodline for generations. And I don't think that Dorian is a Havilir. Like, okay. biologically. Although I it does change my my feelings on that do change later. Oh. I'll just say it now. But when we kind of figure out that the king is the reason that there's no magic and how he's able to keep the magic for himself and his bloodline, that would okay. also include Dorian. <gasps> yes. But Yes. I remember reading that earlier. Yeah. That was the only thing that's made me think that that's actually his biological son. So I haven't, I don't lean one way or another on Dorian being a Havilliard. Mm-hmm. I just knew he was magic. I, without a doubt, was for sure of that. I don't really know where he comes from. Mm-hmm. Because is the Havilliard bloodline, is that from Brannon? It's from... Does it start with Brandon? Gavin? Like the first king? I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah. Gavin. No, no, no. The one that's in the tomb. That comes Gavin. Yeah. Okay. Brandon is Elena's father. I think. Her. Okay. So Gavin. Uh The Havilliard bloodline starts with Gavin. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. No. I definitely think Dorian is a Havilliard. And I think that him and Selena are like... Not directly related, but like super <laughs> distantly. <laughs> I think they're related. Yeah. Not, but like super distant, like 20th removed cousin because Gavin and Elena was sister. a long. No, I'm kidding. No, don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I hope it's super distant because like they did make out a little bit. So like that's gross. Not a little <laughs> bit. Not a little bit. Man spent hours, hours in her room talking about make out a little bit. Yeah, but I, I think he is a Havilliard. Okay. Um, this is also when we have the carnival that comes into town for uh, Holland's, to celebrate Holland returning from wherever he was. This is where we meet Baba Yellowlegs, which that name is, like, so not menacing. Like, they could have come up with so many other names, but Baba Yellowlegs? What is she, a sheep? I am. <laughs> I think that was a different episode. It was a different episode. <laughs> can't, can't keep shit straight anymore. Um, and she's an Iron Teeth Clan witch, which we heard about before. Remember? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, this is also. Uh oh! I really liked that Kale is over talking to Dorian, and then he like looks over his shoulder where he left Selena. And he curses and, like, walks over to her and, like, takes her hand off the curtain. And he's like, you're going to lose your hand like that. (laughs) Like, the way he has to – she's an assassin. But, like, he feels like he has to, like, baby her almost. It's so cute. And this is – in this chapter is also when 
Dorian gifts Kale the Asterian Stallion for his birthday. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, me too. I didn't understand. It felt like Arabin giving Selena all those gifts. Not the love bombing. Not the love bombing. No, I don't think. It felt manipulative, though. Like, what is the purpose in that? I just feel like he didn't do that out of the kindness of his heart. I feel maybe he might have. Has this already happened when he was telling Kale that he only went after Selena at the Yulmas Ball because... Nope. He, no? Okay, that yet. hasn't happened yet. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, and also when they were talking about the Iron Clan, which is Selena mentions a former friend who told her stories of the Iron Tea, which, which is... Mm-hmm. What did I say? Um... <laughs> And it's just like former friend. It just, I am conflicted about her calling her a former friend. She's a former friend. They're no longer friends. Yes, for sure. For sure. She's coming back. Because you saw a spoiler or that's a prediction? No. No, but the way that it was left off makes it seem as though she will. Because the mute master was like, oh, that's going to be important later, basically. He was like, oh, it's okay. good that you let her. I think she's going to come back. I could be completely wrong. but I was just, I don't know. So I'm just asking. Um, And then she's. Oh, and then it's the 10th anniversary of Selena's parents' death. And Nehemia is the one to tell Kale that that's why she's missing. <clears throat> But before she even leaves, she visits the tomb mm-hmm. and she's talking to more and she's trying to figure out this riddle and like, it's really bugging her. Um, So she holds out, she's looking at the hollow eye because that's what it is. There's a hollow eye in the wall, mm-hmm. right? It's in the wall and um, they're trying to find something that will fit to look into it. And so she tries the eye of Elena and it doesn't, Mort tells her like, that's not going to (laughs) work. And so she tries it. He's so funny. She tries it anyways. And he's like, I told you that wasn't going to work. And she's like, it's the eye of Elena. And he's just like, yeah, it's not that obvious. Yeah. It's not going to be that easy. And then she runs away. Oh, okay, okay. So then Kale sees Selena after her being gone for the full day. And then she says, if you're trying to figure out what to say to me, don't bother. There's nothing that can be said or done. And he says, then let me keep you company. Come on. Like, and he brought her chocolate cake. Sometimes there really is nothing that you could do or say for someone. And... Mm -hmm. Just the comfort of having someone around is just like mm-hmm. everything. And so the fact that he did that, and he was like, I'm not going anywhere. I love, I love him. Um, okay, so was this before or after the flashback to the mines? After. 
character. Okay. So first, we have her remembering the day that she tried to escape. Escape, quote mm-hmm. unquote, because that wasn't really the goal. Her plan, yeah. Um, And we find out that that day, the day that she snapped, was actually the ninth anniversary of her parents' death. Mm-hmm. And that's what caused her to snap. Um, I'm a little agitated with SJM for the lack of trigger warnings. Um, okay. She doesn't have any. Nope. I double checked after I read this part. And it's just, I mean, obviously, I think I still would have read the book. It would just been nice to be prepared because that is, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. That's a trigger for me. So, but yeah, it was really sad to read. It made me yeah. a little emotional. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. And there's mentions of rape any. and there's mentions yep. of suicide. So it's just kind of like, I feel like there should have been a little bit of a trigger warning there. No, I agree with that. Um, But then when they're in her room, I love this scene so much. And then I hate it because... He it's described. I'm gonna try to remember it because I didn't write down the entire scene, even though I literally wanted to copy and paste it. Uh-huh. But it's like he steps towards her, or she steps towards him, and he puts a hand around her waist, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm melting already. Like I'm mm-hmm. melting. Yes. And like he's holding her, and then he says that she finally brings her arms up around him and her fingers are pressing firmly into his back and I'm just mm-hmm. like yes like this is it this is it this is this the is moment uh-huh. and so then he's like her fingers are running down the side of my back still pressing firmly and we're holding each other tightly and then he says desire roared through him burning down every defense that he would put up mm-hmm. and he was ready to cross that line yep that he had drew, and I'm just like, this is it, this is it, this is it, this is it. And then it says that she pulled back and looked up at him, and then she said, I can't tell if I should be ashamed of wanting to hold you on this day or grateful that despite what happened before, it somehow brought me to you. And then he was like, I don't know what the fuck to do with that, and he let her go. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut next time, girl. Yeah. It did kind of, like, ruin the moment. It ruined it. And it's like, I see where she was going with that. Mm-hmm. But but saying that if I should be grateful that despite everything that happened, it brought me to you, like, that feels a little extreme. Yeah. It feels very 18-year-old. It does feel very 18-year-old. <laughs> but it was just like, uh, and like, it was like, he didn't know what to say and he let her go. And I just died a little bit inside. I was like, we were so close. Yeah. Right there. But well, no, we'll get there. So then Dorian is realizing that he has this magic that he's unable to control. Oh, see, uh, it says Dorian sees the history of the Galathinius line, starting with the Fey King Brannon himself. So the Fey King is the Galathinius line, not 
Elena is Brandon's Elena daughter. Elena is Brandon's daughter. Hmm. So it is, Elena is the Galathinius line. She's related so, to Elena. She's a descendant. Without a doubt. I have no doubt about but that. But that would make, if Dorian is a biological... They are related. Yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but they only kissed a little bit, so it's fine. I, w- <laughs> um. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get a scene that's like, you're my... <coughs> no. I don't think... I think they're going to be like, far removed. Glad we didn't go in. Even still, that's gross. Yeah, no, still, but (laughs) I think it's going to be that or or he's not an actual son of the king. Okay. It it could go Um, either way at this point. This, But this line from Brannon is described as a magic powerhouse. Good to know. Um, And then he's thinking, Dorian is thinking to himself, if the heir of Terrison... Aelin Galathinius had lived, would she have become a friend, an ally, his bride, perhaps? I said none of the above. None of the above. I mean, well, maybe a friend. friend, an ally. I was like, bride? Not the bride. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I was hyper-focused on that. Not, not the bride part. And then Selena takes Kale out for his birthday, and it's like this glass. Beautiful greenhouse situation on like a rooftop it was i loved it but this is where she tells kale that she hasn't been killing her targets and i was like on his birthday really yeah i don't know what her thought process was was for that um i love that when they get there though and she's like it's really nothing. And he says, no one has ever given me, done anything like this for me before. And like, she keeps downplaying it. And he says, it's the greatest gift I received in a long time. Like, I know. They are so cute. Oh my God. I love him. I love him. Like, and then so cute. Selena then describes Kale as the sort of man that she hadn't believed existed. Not after Sam, not after everything that had happened. And I was just like, if you haven't read Assassin's Blade yet, what are you doing? Yeah, you have to you because have it to read makes it, first. it it makes it make so much sense. I'm I was not convinced. I'm 100 percent convinced at this point. I'm 100 percent convinced mm-hmm. that you should read Assassin's Blade first. Yeah, without a doubt. I've I've talked to so many people that were like, I read it last everyone has a different reading order i well some people read the series like when it came out i talked to one girl she was like i didn't even know assassin's blade was a thing until i finished the series and then i had to go back and read it and i'm just like that probably sucked Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure if all if the books keep getting better and better to go back to assassin's blade i feel like you're not going to enjoy it as much if you haven't started the series read it well, first yeah if someone's reading and if someone's listening to this episode right now i hope to god they've read the books already <laughs> you know what i mean yes um and then this is also uh i love this when, chapter i love this chapter. yes i love this chapter, I love this chapter. <laughs> chapter 23 chapter so, 23 uh selena tells kale that she wants to leave oh okay so kale is worried that if the king 
finds out about her not killing the targets, he's going to make Kale kill Selena, which is totally on brand with what the king has been showing us so far. And so she's like, I want to leave. I want to go far away. Like, she wants her freedom. And he says, I'll go with you. He so says, I melted. I would be the greatest fool in the world to let you go alone. Oh, it was God. at this point. It was at this point right here that she decided I'm about to. <laughs> you know what I'm about to do. Yep. Like, what then, the fuck? Oh, my God. This is so good. Okay. So then Selena's crying because he reminds her of how the world ought to be. And she's crying. And so then it says, so Kale brushed away her tears, lifted her chin and kissed her. <laughs> it's so I, I was listening at this point and I was screaming in my car I was like <gasps> it's so good and so then good. giving into your theory that I don't think is actually happening I'm telling so, you so Kale receipts so the kiss is described as like coming home or being born or suddenly finding an entire half of herself that had been missing. Receipts. Yes, but I think that could just be chalked up to her being in love. And the reason that I don't think... No, I'll get to it. So then they get it's, back to... There's more receipts to come. I mean, we're no, not I know. <laughs> I know. But I also have a pretty good reason as to why it doesn't make sense. But anyways... Blah, 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 blah. They get back to the uh, the castle. And he says, are you sure? And she says, I've never been so sure of anything in my life. Well, first of all, they were tangled on the roof together. That's what she says. Uh-huh. And then she says, in the carriage ride, <laughs> he did things to my neck and chest that I have never dreamed of. And I'm like, girl, uh -huh. what did he what do? What did he do? Okay. Give me the tea because, ma'am. Oh, this was so hot. So, so good. Girl. But when he asked her, was she sure? And then she said, it made my heart, like, sink a little bit. Because she says... She had waited once before with Sam, and then it had been too late. I know. Oh I know. But you wouldn't understand that shit unless you read Assassin's yeah. Blade first. This oh, is true. I'm so sorry. I, I'm yeah. so sorry. That was really loud. But it was so good. It was so good. Someone recommended reading Throne of Glass first and then Assassin's Blade, so you're attached to the characters, and then you go back because then it makes sense from there. But I was like... No, just no, start. I with like it blade. the way we did it. Yeah, I, I, and you know, I was not sold on the reading order. One of the I'm main surprised reasons, that you <laughs> that you what? went with it. No, the, the only reason that I did is because we decided we were going to buddy read mm -hmm. and do the episodes. Because had we not decided that, I was not going to read it first. I was going to read it after Crown of Midnight. Mm -hmm. Like I was sold on the romantic reading order. I am so thankful to you. <laughs> Please hold your applause. For convincing me to read it first. Well, and it's just because it's in chronological order. It makes yeah. sense. It's not like you're reading it out of order for funsies. 
but it's all, I feel like it's more like impactful. People who say they didn't like Throne of Glass and Crown of Midnight. I want to ask everybody who says that they didn't like the first two books. Where did you read Assassin's Blade? Because I feel like, yeah, that's why they didn't like it because there was so much stuff that didn't make sense to them. That's a good, that's a good one. I feel right. Like, if you yeah. think about everybody that you've talked to in the yeah, series, where did they read it? Where did they read it? No, that's fair. Just food for thought. Because hmm. if you read um, Assassin's Blade first, like these books hit. Yeah. Like little moments like this, you're just like, ugh. Anyways, so then next morning, Selena asked Kale uh, how long he's wanted to do that. And he said, since the Yulmus ball, or maybe when he brought her that ring. Which, I don't think that ring was anything further than what he described it as, but he still brought her the ring. Yeah. And then Selena says, it somehow felt as if it had always been Kale, even from the very beginning, even before they'd ever met. I wish I had a receipt to wave uh, Yeah, I see you looking for one. <laughs> You just can't tell me. But can I tell um, you can I tell you why I don't think that? Yeah, I listen to it, but I won't agree with you. <laughs> well, it's because like it, what's revealed at the end of the book, but she is Faye and he's human. So I don't think that they can be fated mates when he's human. Um, obviously, that's not that's obviously like I can be wrong because we know a thing or two, but that's it. Where... Doesn't have to necessarily be described as a mate. Like I'm not gonna say that. So it's what are you saying? Like oh, we're mate. I'm saying that they're bonded in some way. No. no. Or even I think just, just in love. how Mort told her, like it's your fate to dispel this. Like, and I don't think that. Kale they are is... supposed to be together. I don't, I don't know that he's magical. I just feel like they're supposed to be together. Like, it's not supposed... It's supposed to be him. I don't think so. I live in my fantasy world and you live in yours. Okay. Then uh, Dorian goes to... Uh, wait, pause. I have a comment here because we love Selena and we love her energy. And I'm so surprised you didn't have this in here. I listened to this part, so I couldn't okay. like, write down everything. So the next morning, when they're having their conversation, and they're agreeing, like, nobody should know. And Kale says, I don't want you to think I'm agreeing to keep it a secret because I'm ashamed in any way. And Selena says, who said anything about shame? Honestly, I'm surprised you're not strutting about boasting to everyone I certainly would be if I tumbled me. And I'm just like, Damn. energy. Yes. Like. Love it. Love that. Like, love her. Okay, so then Dorian goes to see Baba Yellowlegs. Again, I hate that fucking name. But anyways, because he wants to have some questions answered. Right? Yeah. Um. So she says that there's no magic left anymore. Even the surviving Fae can't access their powers. Some of them remain trapped in their animal form. Now tell me, does that sound familiar to you? 
Oh. I was like, oh. I could be like so off, but I was like, huh. I wrote a quote that Baba Yellowleg says mm-hmm. that made me make that make a connection similar to that. Yeah. But I totally see where you're going with that. And like mind blown because when she first said this i was just thinking animal form but it could also be like their human form yeah made it be stuck that's how i interpreted that but no i took it and i ran with it because i was like why not i'm convinced like everybody's like oh you're reaching you're reaching like they're not all they are they're all gonna intersect at some point you can't Mm -hmm. tell me they're not i don't care you can't tell me they're not no i i agree um, maybe I left the quote in purple or something. I wrote a quote and I cannot find it. Well, and then they talk about how magic exists on other continents. That, no, okay, that's not the quote. So, so what made it disappear? So, like, they're asking what made it disappear in Aurelia. Is this the chapter where she goes and talks to Baba Yellowlegs? No. What chapter is that? Also, side note, Baba Yellowlegs reminds me of the witch from Hansel and Gretel. Like, that was immediately where my mind went. Yeah. No, totally. With the oven in the in the carriage. Exactly. Yeah. No, totally. Because okay. I thought I was tripping. I wrote it on a sticky note when I was at work. And I was like... Stuck it to the book and was like, don't forget that. I felt like it was suspicious how Roland just like showed up immediately after Dorian was seeing Baba Yellowlegs. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Roland just comes out of nowhere. He's like, oh, what was that about? I don't know. Suspicious. Yeah. Okay. Suspicious behavior. Um, when Dorian is talking to. I'm not about to keep saying that shit. <laughs> Baba Yellowlegs, the, the witch. witch. <laughs> um, we learn about Valg. That sounds right, right? Mm-hmm. No? You think I'm way off? I thought it was spelled differently. No, it's spelled like that. I spelled it right. It's Valg or Valg, and I'm not liking the second one, so... <laughs> We're going with Valg. The Vag Demons. So, um... I'm sorry. We learn about Valg, which are demons that bred with the Fae to create the witches. Which is like... What? Very interesting. Yeah, and they form, I, like, three different clans or, like, types of yep. witches, and the Iron Teeth ones took after the Valg. Mm-hmm. And the Cochran one, Crochan, Crochan. Not the Crotch and the Veg. No. <laughs> well, at first I thought it was Cochran, but there's an R, so it's Crochan, Crochan witches are beautiful like the Fae. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know about the third one. Um, but yeah. Um, 
Also in this chapter, oh, Kale swears to he's going to someday go back to Endovier and rip that place down stone by stone. When it comes to Selena, he's all of a sudden like this badass. Like he's ready to do the damn thing. Exactly. And I needed to make this comment because Selena ends up pulling Kale from their meeting, pretending that like the king needs to see him. Selena is a horny little horn dog, and you can't tell me she isn't because she so she like pulls him into a closet and then he says, You're gonna have to be very quiet. Girl. What? I was like, yes, sir. Like whatever you say, sir. I so fucking good. Mm. It was so perfect. Like, okay, come on. No spice, but getting this, I said, yeah. Oh, it's it's like closed door, but like there's a crack. Yeah, <laughs> there's a little for sure. There's a crack in the door, and I also love when she's telling Nahimi about it later, and Nahimi mm-hmm. is like in the closet. I'm yes, like, it was so great. Juicy! It was so good. It was so good. Oh, and then speaking of Nahimia, because she does see Nahimia later. She's trying to get Selena to promise to help her free Eelway. And uh, Selena, Selena's like, I'm not going to get involved in that. Blah, blah, blah. So then Nehemia asks Selena. I literally got chills. I was listening to this. It said, uh, she said, so what will you be a part of, Selena? I said, oh. It, wow. Yeah. It was just... And then um, Elena is, like, telling her, like, one person was chosen by Queen Elena. One person whose brow burned with a sacred mark. And it's just, like, it's got to be hard to be Selena. You know what I mean? Like, everybody, Queen Elena is putting this pressure on her. The king is putting this pressure on her. You know, Kaol is putting pressure on her. And now Nehemia is like, you're the chosen one. And it's just like, damn, like, I'm 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I know I'm an assassin, but like the fate of the world, that's a lot. Yeah. You know? So I like, I feel bad for her. Um, but also Nehemia tells her darker things are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, my dreams have been filled with shadows and wings, the booming of wings soaring between mountain passes. Every scout and spy we send into the White Fang Mountains, into the Farian Gap, does not come back. Wings. Where have we heard that before? I want to say what I think it is, but I don't want to sound absolutely cuckoo bonkers. No. <laughs> Where oh, did you get that? Say? Because you said wings and you said you don't want to sound cuckoo bonkers. So like. I think it's the king using his magic to create Wyvern. I don't think that's. Well, I think you might be crossing books now. No, because the Wyvern. We don't know what the Wyvern are in this book that they're yet. Dragons <clears throat> like dragons. 
That's how they're right. But there's but a like family where they crest. come from. Wherever the fuck this dark magic stuff is coming from, that's what's happening up here. Let me cross my books. If maybe I, not, if that's what I'm being accused. Well, of. okay. So let me just help you with that because we're gonna build on that. Maybe not creating them. Maybe opening a portal. Maybe and bringing them from another realm where they yeah. already exist. Well, they have to exist in this realm because it's a family crest. Or it's a folklore. I guess so. Or but maybe like, they existed a long time ago, like dinosaurs or something. Yeah, think. maybe something like that. Because <laughs> I feel like we would have seen one already. We, if that we was surely just like a, would have seen one. But that's what I think it is. I think that's what all those wings okay. are. And he's Why like creating an army. Well, cut that part out. <laughs> Why? Me saying Illyrian. <laughs> no, that's staying in there. It's the Illyrians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving on. Okay. And then uh, chapter 25 threw me off because I was, I was listening to this. Are you okay? <laughs> this chapter. Okay, so... I didn't get a lot of detail here because I was trying to figure out who who this chapter was following because I was like, this isn't Selena. It's Nahemia. Well, I I gathered that now. But when I was oh, okay. listening to <laughs> when I was listening to it, I was like, this isn't Selena that they're talking about, but they didn't say Nahemia. They kept saying like this, the girl. The prin- the princess. The princess. But then I also thought that that was Selena for like a brief oh, a brief little like thing i was like oh the okay. princess so i thought that that was her go ahead this chapter first time right over my head going back mm-hmm. you can't tell me your mind isn't blown are you okay oh, am i missing something okay so when I first read this, I tabbed this because I was like, oh, Nahemia is talking to the queen. Like, this is important. Mm-hmm. But when I read the conversation, I was like, hmm, what is happening here? Kept going on. Going back, reading this chapter again, mind blown. Okay. One of them has to break. Only then it can begin. Queen Elena said that. Mm-hmm. One of them has to break, only then it can begin. And then Nehemia says, I know, but the prince isn't ready. It has to be her. Uh And then the queen says, then do you understand what I'm asking of you? And Nehemia says, yes. And the queen says, do what needs to be done. So she's asking her to basically die. To die! You're loud. Sorry, I know that's loud. But like, yeah, it's crazy because then later on, and I'm sure we'll say it again when we get to part two, but Nehemia says, I knew what my fate was. Yeah. Interesting. That's so... So she knew that her dying was going to be like... Break her. What broke Selena. That's because wild. It goes further like i didn't write the whole conversation but i freaking should have because the whole conversation is crazy because nahemia says the queen says then do what needs to be done 
And Nehemia says, she won't understand. And when she goes over the edge, there will be nothing to pull her back. And the queen says she will find her way back. She always does. Tears formed, but the princess blinked them away. For all of our sakes, I hope you're right. Like, that's the whole chapter. Just that one little chunk of a conversation. Hmm. Very interesting. I don't like that at all. Like, that Nehemia had to die in order for all of this. Like, Yeah. It's kind of like the snowball effect. (sighs) That, again, just so much pressure on her. Yep. Yeah. But then we have Dorian and the king and, like, a couple of these lords and Kale. They go on this hunt. And Dorian tells Kale to treat her well. You didn't have to tell him that. He already knew. Oh, he's been taking care of her. her Very well. Taking care of her. You don't have to worry. Like, every night. Okay. (laughs) In the fucking closet. Like, he's, he's putting in overtime. He's taking I want him to be like, her. I got farther than you, nana, uh, nana, boo, boo. No. <laughs> this mm. is also when Kale describes the king as massive. And he's like, oh, he didn't realize it before. Or like, he forgets how massive the king is. And that's yeah. giving Cain getting stronger and stronger with that magic. <gasps> and how the king just went with his whole hunting party and came back and he's the only one left. That's what that was giving. Because remember, I said sacrifice. Yes. Ooh, okay. I like where you're going. Yes. This is also when the king says that Nehemia needs to be questioned. So I was like, mm-hmm. huh. Okay, they're going to question Nehemia. I knew it wasn't just questioning. I felt like that was code, but Kale somehow didn't pick up on that. Kale is just really blindly loyal to that part. The king. He's giving Lucian. I'm sorry. Can you back up a second? I'm just saying we all know that Lucian is not a terrible guy, but he was blindly loyal to Tamlin and it made him do terrible things or be a part of terrible things. And it was blind loyalty. Spoiling for people who haven't read Akatar. That part. Moving on. But I also feel like if you're reading Throne of Glass, you... Right no, Agatar. that's not. That is not necessarily true. You everybody can read says read Agatar and then Throne of Glass and then Crescent. There's that's several people says. who have read Throne of Glass first. Okay, go ahead and make a comment. Go ahead. <laughs> Kale and Selena are spending the night together yet again because I wish we could get. I wish I could be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. <laughs> in their bed chambers. <laughs> Because, um, yeah. But um, he gets up one morning and he gets out of bed to go get ready for work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he makes a comment about how Selena doesn't wake up. She doesn't stir when he moves. And that it's a miracle that she feels safe enough to sleep soundly around him. I know. I melt for him like i am a puddle for kale like he's incredible and then he makes a comment about how like the king like you said earlier the king might force him might ask him to be the one to dispatch selena Mm -hmm. and he says 
He'd kill himself before he had to hurt her. His soul was bound to hers by some unbreakable chain. I knew you were going to bring that one up, and I'm going to continue saying what I said earlier. Okay. Because she's Faye and he's not, I don't think they're endgame. Receipts. 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 Okay. Receipts. Okay. But do you understand what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying, but I'm Delulu. Okay. And keep, that's the world I'm delusional. living in. Okay. This is also when someone sneaks up on Kale in the gardens, which I thought was very interesting as captain of the guard that somebody was able to just like sneak up on you and take you out. That was kind of suspicious. Suspicious. Also, at some point in one of these three chapters, Selena says that the most brutal death that she's seen was Sam's, which I thought was very interesting because as a trained assassin, I'm assuming she's seen like some pretty brutal shit. I was about to say something. Mm-hmm. No, I know. But then I realized we wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. But okay. Yeah. So she said that and I was like, but I still feel like she's seen worse than that before Sam, but Sam just hurt more because obviously like she knew Sam. Yeah. I think she took it in more. Yeah. So then Selena finds a note that's left for her saying that they've captured Kale and that, uh, She's got to come get him by like a certain time. And when he, when she goes to save him, he says, you hurt her and I'll rip you apart with my bare hands. But wait, before she even gets there, Mm -hmm. Kale is talking to one of the guards and they're like, we're just waiting for her to get here or something like that. And Kale says, you don't know who you're dealing with. And the man is like, says the man who's like captured and chained up. And Kale's like, I'm not talking about me. And then (laughs) Mm -hmm. Kale said, or the guard says, she's just one girl. And Kale's like, oh, well, you're in for a surprise. (laughs) I'm just like, y'all don't even know. Yes. And I loved the badassery of her showing up and like taking almost everybody out. Like, she rolls in the window, (laughs) and she's just like, (laughs) girl. It was so good. Bodies everywhere. Yeah, it was so good. And then Archer shows up, takes an arrow through the shoulder, and he's, Selena realized that he's protecting the men from her, Mm -hmm. not the other way around. And so I was like, no, 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 no. Not this. Not this. Mm-mm. And she keeps thinking here of the similarities between Sam and saving Kale and how she's like actually going to follow through and be able to save Kale. And I was just like, God, this really hurts. And again, was... if you haven't read Assassin's Blade, you don't fucking get it. Yeah, that's so true. Because it did hurt. It was, and it was stressful but it was mm-hmm. like girl you're gonna save him this time you're gonna save him this time girl mm-hmm. but yeah it was it was very stressful um i loved i loved seeing her tear them apart it was so good so she's crazy yeah <laughs> so archer's there he's part of this group and that they're the ones that set her up somehow right 
So Archer reveals that he's been working with Nehemia for months and they're working on like leading this movement together, uh, the rebel movement. And he says that Nehemia has been feeding them all the information that Selena has been giving her. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't trust Nehemia. So I'm mad at Nehemia right now when this happens. And I was like, fuck Nehemia. Like, how dare her go behind Selena's back like that? I was having flashbacks. Then uh, he tells her that the king's not actually going to be questioning Nehemia. And Kale knew about it the whole time. Why are you putting that shit on Kale? Like, why? He did know that there was a threat on her life. He did know. He didn't know that questioning her was code for we're going to murder her. It wasn't. Was it not? The king, the king didn't murder her. Oh, right. No, it was this other assassin. So it wasn't. Yes. I still thought it was the king for the longest time, but... So I was putting... convinced for a second, but then... I don't know. So I'm mad at Nehemia mm-hmm. at this point. I'm like, how can she do this to Selena? She gets mad at Selena for not, like... For being a coward and blah, blah, blah. But she's also like keeping mm-hmm. things from her. So then she finds all this stuff out. And she starts running. All the way back to the castle. To discover that. Nehemia has already been killed. This was so sad. It was. Um, it was very emotional. When she was running back. Like hauling ass. Mm-hmm. Back to the castle. She freaking scaled a wall instead of yep. going through the gates yeah first of all how do you scale a wall into a kingdom she does it um but she just keeps thinking to herself not again not again not again the whole time she's running not again not my heart i know was breaking because i'm just like this poor girl yeah her parents her kingdom like her boyfriend i guess we're calling him and now like this friend that she's made like when is she gonna catch a break yeah i don't think she will honestly anytime soon no breaks will be caught (laughs) thanks for that (laughs) i don't think she will but like no i it was just so brutal i mean i don't really think we get the details here because no, this is the end says, of part one. Nehemia is dead. Is yeah. dead. Yeah. The last line is Nehemia is dead. And it's just and like. I was expecting her to get back to the. And fight. Um, and fight somebody. And like be able to save Nehemia. But it was like it was already over. Which was just so heartbreaking. Like I remember like. Yeah. I was like listening to it while I was driving. And I was oh, like. No. <gasps> like I. The biggest gasp. Because I was like, I'm mad at Nehemia, but she's going to go confront Nehemia. They're going to get over it. Blah, blah, blah. Big misunderstanding. Also, like, knowing, like, how they left things off. Yep. Like, you're a coward. And then Selena was like, when all your people are dead, don't come crying to me. And, like, Mm -hmm. those are the last words that they exchanged. Yeah. That's rough. Very rough. Every time she makes a friend. Yes. I know. Because you have Assassin's Blade. What happened in Assassin's Blade with her friend. And now you have this. It's like, 
Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. But that is where we're going to leave it for part one. Yep, that's the end of part one. Where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at real underscore page turner. And I'm on Instagram at bestfriend.bookclub. Uh, we'll be back with part two next week. Uh, see you later. Bye. Bye.